0: I think there's a certain amount of complaining about the direction of the Star Wars canon under Disney that's fair, not all of these complaints are equal. Disney's acquisition of the series took Star Wars complaints in an entirely new direction, I think, from these older Lucas ones. This is especially because the Lucas-directed prequels were released quite a while ago at this point, being the films I grew up on, for instance, and the amount of people wildly nostalgic for Star Wars is now subsequently increased in number, and it holds a much larger variety of demands and opinions about the series. I, for instance, really like the prequels, while a lot of older Star Wars nostalgic fans hate them. This means that this new trilogy, especially given the fact that it's being produced by Disney, is probably not going to please quite a few people. The particular group of angry nerds obsessed with the sequel series I'll be analyzing today, or what I will call the anti-SJW crowd. These group of people are essentially mad that the new Star Wars series made it woke, because of Disney's corporate managing and pandering to, you know, political correctness. Subsequently, ruining the new series and, you know, Destroying these people's childhood and, you know, whichever Freudian imagery of, you know, molesting them or whatever, etc. Right. Neutering them, all this. This backlash began, as far as I'm aware, on a large scale following the announcement trailer for Star Wars The Force Awakens, or Episode Seven This was the first major Star Wars movie in a very long time since the prequels, and the first one made under the purview of Disney, with director J.J. Abrams coming in to make the film. Notably, George Lucas had a much more limited role in the series than before he sold Lucasfilms to Disney. As we saw before, Star Wars fans are very fragile about their precious franchise, and so these big changes to production made them quite nervous. It also didn't help that this general anxiety is mixed in with the fact that a pretty solid portion of the Star Wars fandom are older white guys. So anxiety about a changing society where marginalized people are getting more of a say or at least more representation, these sort of things, makes the newer generation of Star Wars purists have an increased tendency to have bad politics about it. The release of the trailer for episode 7 in 2015 saw two primary, I'll say, anti-SJW reactions. One of them was oriented relatively close to Gamergate and contained complaints that Rey, the woman protagonist, was too strong and independent.
1: This politically correct, feminist, female empowerment propaganda. So apparently the main character, or at least the co-main character, is a chick. Nothing wrong with that. She's a pretty girl. And she's also apparently like the ultimate mechanic wizard. Um, she apparently knows everything there is to know about mechanics, which is a possibility. It's totally fine. I mean, usually pretty women don't become mechanics, but okay. But what really put it over the edge was when she's in the Millennium Falcon with Han Solo. All right, the master of the of the fucking of the ship. If anybody knows how the fucking Millennium Falcon works, it's Han fucking Solo who's been flying it for like 40, 50 years or whatever. Well, there's this part where they're trying to fix the ship. They're trying to get away. And the girl figures out how to fix the stupid fucking Millennium Falcon. And Han Solo is just standing there flabbergasted because the empowered female character knows how to fix the fucking ship. When the girl meets the black dude, the. Uh, the co-main star of the of the movie they're trying to get away from like stormtroopers and shit so he's hell-bent on grabbing her by the hand and leading her to safety so he grabs her by the hand and she doesn't like it she doesn't like that she's being led around by a man And she's like stop holding my hand i don't need you to hold my hand and it's just all this like i'm an independent empowered woman i don't need no man bullshit It's just so stupid to me. I can't watch politically correct movies. Wow.
2: Jesus
0: Christ, man. So sad. He's in his fucking car. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The car, the the element of this vlog, the fact that it's a car vlog is really important, I feel like.
3: Car vlog, sweaty guy.
0: And by the way, Han Solo
2: was an absolutely rudimentary mechanic in the movie. He's like basically kicking the side of the ship to make it work. He yeah. clearly doesn't understand the mechanics of it that well.
3: No, this just sounds like a guy who, how do I, how do I put this, um, hates women. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty girls don't usually end up being mechanics. Uh What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Okay, brother. Have have you watched Sydney Sweeney uh, rebuild that fucking, like, old Jeep or
0: Bronco, whatever she's working on? Come on, man. Also, it's like, this is a universe where you can magically move things with your mind. A woman can learn (laughs) how a vehicle
3: works. Yeah, you know what? You know what, Liv? That's, you know, he was willing to buy some of the other stuff. But when it came to, uh, yeah, a woman with, um, who is attractive, uh, who had uh, some level of engineering uh, skills, that was just uh, a pill too hard to swallow.
2: That's too far. He's in a parking lot, which is a shame because I always just imagine like a car crash scene in a movie just kind of happening mid uh, rant.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's also the weird element where, where he keeps complaining about how she's, well, I guess, independent- well, I mean, she's a protagonist of a hero's journey. I mean, story-wise, it doesn't make any sense if your hero, oh, is incompetent, doesn't know how to do things, and always needs help from other people.
2: She's like, oh, uh, finally, I found you, uh, Luke Skywalker. Could you open this jar for me? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I mean, like, that's like kind of like her whole thing thing is that she's independent because her parents she like was abandoned by her parents or she doesn't know who her parents are and she's had to survive like all on her own that's kind of the whole thing that's kind of the whole thing yeah
0: have you considered that women don't survive on their own It's immersion around <laughs>
3: Wow. These people just focus on one, like one image that they don't like, like a woman pulling their hand. I, I bet, I'd bet i be willing to bet that at some point in this guy's life, he tried to hold a woman's hand <laughs> and, she pulled, and she pulled it away. And so yeah. this, this is particularly triggering for him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is a classic set of Gamergate-esque cultural criticisms. It's not fair that Wham and Strong, it's being done to pander ruining the series. As another example, Here's a reaction to the movie itself after its release by a guy who is jogging for some reason. It's important to note that this YouTube video is literally hashtagged #GamerGate.
1: Well,
2: since no other reviewer has the balls to point out all the abuses of feminism in Star Wars The Force Awakens, I guess it's up to me. So our lead, played by Daisy Ridley, Ray, Mysterious origin that we're not going to reveal in this one movie, are we? Oh, but she'll be able to become a Jedi in, what, five minutes? Instant Jedi able to defeat a guy who has been in training in a lightsaber duel. Okay, if you ever see a guy with a GoPro attached to his waist while he's ranting and jogging, please trip him. Please. <laughs>
3: no chance the thing he's saying is good.